Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. episode of sync and desist welcome welcome we are on episode what is it <laughs> 118 legal again <laughs> that's right <laughs> now speaking of that uh did you drink before it was legal but before you were legal or did you happen to because i i waited until i was 21 before i had my first of alcohol. Uh, Oddly enough. It was months after I turned 21 when I had my yeah, first. You were, yeah, you were like me. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> like everybody I know, like they, you know, well, and my dad gave me, you know, my first sip of beer and I was like nine or something like that. So, <laughs> nah, didn't have that. <laughs> nah. Nah, and I haven't even had alcohol in like a year. So. Uh, might just be done. I don't care. <laughs> See, it's so crazy because, like, for some people, uh, you know, it's entirely addictive, right? But, like, for others, yeah. Like, I know, like, with you, like, as long as I've known you, like, alcohol has never really been, like, like a vice for you, you know? It's never been, like, a coping mechanism. You just kind of would do it socially, like, yeah, I'll have a beer. Yeah, but even then, you know, I would rarely see you have a beer in your hand. Yeah. Yeah, not my thing. Just Coke. <laughs> 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 no. <Nah. laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the lighter stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, how have you been this week? This week has been <laughs> crazy hectic. <laughs> Um, I basically, I think I'm on my 11th day straight and, uh, yeah, just trying to make, make that overtime, make that money as much as possible. But, um, so I, I haven't really had a whole lot of time to even be, you know, social with people. So <laughs> I'm, you know, the only time that I'm not socially distant is, with my coworkers at work. So, uh, so even if I, if, if, uh, Corona was not a thing right now, like based on how much I've been working, I don't think I would have much of a social life, but, um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a productive week, I guess. Um, I've definitely been writing a lot of music and, uh, so I'm, I'm trying to make the most of my time that I do have. <laughs> as we've said before. So, yeah, trying trying not to remain stagnant because it's... Now, the problem is, like, when I get home from work, it's like, I definitely have that, that crash, you know, that, like, that super tired, you know, like, just zombie feeling. 
But usually in the this is crazy for me because I've never been a morning person, and it's weird. I've actually been waking up at earlier time, a little more decent time than usual, and I've been like jump starting my day like right away, and that's weird for me. <laughs> Um, and it's like I get this weird burst of creativity like before I go into work or before I have to leave for work. So uh, that's it's been a weird uh, little switch up in pattern lately. But what about yourself? Anything on the agenda this past week? Uh, I've been at home, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, starting out. Starting out this week, yeah, we had a um, family emergency that I won't go into, but um, yeah, so last week I said I was furloughed, and just this week I, well, tomorrow, because we are recording on Easter, so tomorrow I am going back to work, and out of, so HR called me, it wasn't even like my manager, it was HR, and I guess like she said, hey, so uh, we're opening up this certain process of the job. Uh, would you be able to come in, maybe work like three days a week? And just until we can get uh, open again, like after all this uh, this thing that's going on. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I can do that. And <laughs> she was like, okay, uh, you can start on Monday. We'll start off with three days a week and it'll just be you and a few people and yeah, pretty much you're in charge. (laughs) You're pretty much like preparing to open back up. No, so like a part of my job has, we have like a, we we receive things, we, we, we receive trucks, but we also ship things off too. So that's the prior that's the part that I'm doing is the ship shipping part of it so it's just gonna be me and three people and I didn't know until like the ball was already rolling but because my manager is going because it's her building so she has four days out of the week and I have three and we're never gonna see each other <laughs> so I pretty much have like it's just the two of us I've like I said um Sorry to say, I found out while the ball was rolling, but out of all the managers, I'm the only one that's going back outside of my GM. So I'm like, okay, at least someone's <laughs> sees uh, your boy be working. So yeah, uh, but I felt like in like our group chat at work, like, cause my GM said, so Hopefully HR is, because HR is in charge of it all, hopefully HR reaches out to all of you and says, uh, you can come back to work. And she said the days that she's working, uh, this is the last week, and, well, no, this week. And then I said my days, and then no one said anything after that. I was like, oh, so there's probably bad blood now, (laughs) because I'm the only one going back. (laughs) Yeah, but... It's a good look. It's better than nothing. So I will take it. And I'm I'm going stir crazy. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel you. 
uh, I mean, maybe not as much as, as you. <laughs> I'm not necessarily going stir crazy, but I, I understand. But like, so you're going back three days a week. Um, so for the other days a week, you, so you're, you're not getting paid for those or are you, so, or are you? No, I'm not getting paid because like, I'm just going to be working like 24 hours a week. Um, okay. Yeah, but I have so much OT. I mean, not OT, pay time off that I can still pull from that and make it 40 hours, <laughs> which is what I'm doing. God, hey, that's, yeah, no, that's totally better than nothing. That's, <laughs> um, yeah, because... A lot of people aren't that fortunate, I guess. So y'all are y'all are staying afloat pretty good. That is a good look for sure. And I'm I'm glad my my boy is financially staying afloat. That's that's dope. Cause yeah, I we said this before. I mean, you know, with with how bleak certain things are, um, I a lot of my friends are entirely out of work. You know, they don't have any source of income right now, so they're being forced to. Uh, look for another job and I was just talking to another friend of mine and she was actually saying that like um this is like one of the worst times like she basically moved like really far and she had been looking for a job since she left and it's just been like nothing you know and I, I basically I told her, you know, like everybody's hired, everybody's accepting applications, but nobody's hiring or everybody's hiring, but nobody's calling back, you know? <laughs> um, Amazon's hiring. Like, <laughs> you don't want to work there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one that's told me that. That's true. Like, Amazon though. Yeah. They make, they make it. Oh, and also another thing, um, Instacart is like really popping right now. Like, Right now, a good like seventy percent of our customers now are Instacart shoppers. So they you know, they get to shop for other people, and so it's like people are asking like, well, you know, is your store, you know, due due to all the circumstances, like, or is the store like hurting for money? And you know, I mean, yeah, some of the income is kind of fluctuating it's kind of up and down there's some moments of the day where it's like completely dead but then there's other moments of the day where it's like extremely busy so even though everyone should be quarantining you know social distancing we still have like a lot of the people that shop for other people you know for the people that are staying home and quarantining like they're coming in and shopping for them and they're ordering enough for like a month. I'm not kidding. Like there are five, I can't say how many $500, $800 orders that I've seen come through the last few days. So paycheck. uh, Right. (laughs) So uh, I guess some businesses are flourishing and some businesses are, you know, failing. So, Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what the future holds. Yeah, 10% of America is out of work. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. 
but we'll get past this. Some oh, of yeah. us, <laughs> some of us will. <laughs> By open face. <laughs> I feel like you and I, like, I definitely appreciate our partnership, you know, as a, as a podcast, but as friends, you know, when we, we've talked about this periodically through these 118 episodes um, which is extravagant and just completely surreal. Um, but like you, your dedication specifically is like, it's a, it's a testament to how tough, how strong that you are. And a lot of people that are involved in our lives, I, like I'm seeing it you know, more and more. Um, the older I get, the more that I really respect like I respect people, you know, it's love is like, it's, I use that word a lot. Like you love people, but like, if we really break it down, there's a lot of respect that comes with love. And, you know, on this Easter weekend, I've literally been just like contemplating on like why I love people, you know, that, that are, in my life, like why, um, you know, rather than just like throwing the word around like willy nilly, you know? Yeah. And like a lot of that love is definitely like an admiration of like people's like dedication and strength and like, you know, all those different facets that, that make up, you know, who they are. That's why I, I love you. That's why I respect people. Um, and so you have a lot of that drive and motivation that I definitely aspire to and look up to, you know, especially everything that you've been through as of late, which I'm sure you don't necessarily want to disclose or um, dwell on too much. But, you know, this, like, this is a time for reflection and family and, you know, it's, it's resurrection day. So, um, where, where have you come from and where, where are you headed? You know, um, church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, did you, uh, did you like, uh, watch a live stream of church this morning? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, on Instagram, I was going through the stories on my church's, uh, Instagram and I didn't know like Channel Eleven was actually playing my church live because like they stream on like their website and YouTube, but like the news was actually streaming uh, my church. And like also like we have my pastor that's a known, very popular pastor. Then one young, like she's younger than both of us. Her. She's also a pastor. And then Tim Tebow, like they all triple teamed <laughs> like today. So like it was it was dope. But yeah. So I I, I didn't go, but I did <laughs> kind of in a capacity. Yeah. But you know, I like I appreciated my kid. And like you said, like there's a lot of respect and love. Like there should be like well, there should be a lot of, there should be respect and love a lot of times there isn't but 
there should be. Uh, I definitely second what you're you're saying. A, a lot of people don't have like good role models for that. Like I, I think you and I were talking about how we don't have very many like couples like in our life like to look up to that have been like married for like 50 years and and you know just in today where like the divorce rate is more than the uh marriage rate like it's now like yeah, it used to be 51 49 kind of thing so like yeah it's more like temporary than mm. everlasting kind of you know and that not only just in like relationships but in like friendships like uh, we see all the time, like that, like the internet's the most toxic place, and it's kind of like a reflection of like real life, even though the internet isn't real. <laughs> but I don't know that I see just scrolling through my timeline, just so many, so many like tweets about like just toxic, just toxicity, and yeah, yeah, like. Like it'll be someone complaining about someone, and then they'll run straight back to them. Like their next post is like, "Me and my bestie, or whatever." Like, which one is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And like yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. it can be like like that, but not the way these people are doing it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I, I was actually just having a discussion with someone about um, one of them one of the main things that I really love about the methodology of counselors, of, you know, psychiatrists, is that they they ask a lot of questions um, rather than giving, like their sole purpose is not necessarily to give advice, you know, to be like, well, you, like you should be doing this or you should be doing that. It's more... You ask questions to your client to bring out the answers that are already within the client. So a lot of like these relationship problems that people have, um, like if you can make people, if you can help people realize like that they're basing a lot of their, like a lot of their issues with people are based on emotion, you know, temporary fleeting emotions, you know, like, in, in judgments like you know well you know they made me feel this way or that way if you ask them like well you know do you think they meant meant to do that on purpose or do you think if, if you do that to them you know how would they respond and like get you know get these questions going and then it actually many times can make people actually sit back and reflect and be like well yeah wait no I never thought of it that way or no, you're absolutely right, you know. And a lot of times, like, the Internet's just kind of, like, this quick place to just, like, vent out your feelings, which I think there's a time and place for that, you know. But And that's not all the time. <laughs> it, but exactly. It's like people treat it like their journal, for sure. It's like, well, today they fucked me over. And it's like, well... That's like, what are we supposed to do with that information? You know, what are you going to do with that information? More importantly, (laughs) you know, it's like we put out so much, but it's like, 
when it comes down to it, it's like, what, you know, your shit's your shit. Deal with it, you know? <laughs> it sounds harsh, but, like, um, you gotta, like, you know, own up to your your stuff in life and then deal with that stuff. You know, no one else can deal with it for you. I get there is some kind of, like, therapeutic kind of release, I guess, to be able to just express what's going on in your life on social media. But, you know, you don't have to, like, let everybody in on your on your diary, you know? <laughs> and it, it can actually kind of fuel, like, like when you get that kind of validation, which, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I think a lot of people are guilty of, like, trying to get social media validation. But, like, a lot of people are addicted to that and then not dealing with their problems. You know, it actually, like, makes their problems worse because they don't feel any reason to work on those issues because everybody's just like giving them pats on the back you know for what they post so yeah Yeah, you can't shelter you know an adult and you know like we talk about all the time like people become addicted to their pain and that becomes like just the yeah it's the only way we ever see that person like you said you have to own it and you have to like deal with it because you can't expect other people to fix you you know and like it's harsh but like it's the truth because how how can you like like to bring it back around to like love like how can you um you like you can't look for yourself in someone else like you have to know who you are first you know and true like I, and we've talked about that before on the podcast. Like, uh, what's the episode called? The same page a very long time ago. Um, I don't know how I I remember these episodes names, but but yeah, like you have to deal with yourself because you can't just put that on everyone else, and you can't you know expect for other people to show to you and coddle you. Like, right? Uh, it's a hot button phrase but like you get you have to man up and you have to like look at um all of your shit you know and you have to work on that and there are people that are lenient and will like work with you but not everyone's like that and you have to work on you and when when you like really work on you and if those people that you thought were your friends were to leave, you know who you are, so that shouldn't even really affect you. That's them. Like right. it, it comes to that when you really know who you are. Yeah, it's like that phrase that's like really like popular, like viral, is like you can't like expect someone to love you until you love yourself or something like that. And I don't necessarily like the way that's worded. I don't necessarily agree with the way it's worded but I think that's maybe what it's trying to say is that you kind of have to have a foundation to start you know, other people validating you or you know giving you the love that you don't have for yourself uh, is not a good basis to have it's like basically you have to start from I know who I am I'm you know I, I know what I deserve you know all these different things right that's the starting point because like people come and go 
And so that validation comes and goes. So your, your self-worth is fluctuating along with the people that are coming and going, you know? So you, you have to have like a steady basis for yourself so that way when people do come and go, they're not, you know, it's not affecting your self-worth, you know, and it actually, it softens the blow. Like it's still going to hurt when people leave, of course, you know, but it, it's not going to devastate you and you're not going to feel like worthless and like they have no meaning when people leave because that creates this like toxic pattern in, in you that like, you know, I, now I'm just like willing to like settle for anybody that'll give me any kind of attention or validation. And even if they're terrible for you, you know, that gets you trapped in abusive situations, you know? Yeah. And Cause you're willing to just kind of settle for whatever, you know? Yeah. Just think of like all the people that are like quarantined with people that like, they're like, seeing the that true person <laughs> like they're stuck together like and, and like sometimes you can yeah like you, you can be trapped like with someone like for real like take the quarantine outside like you can be trapped with someone if you like you don't know like your worth and like your value like and sometimes that person like can be you like you have to like change like those patterns and like the your perspective because like so many times, like, um, if I'll tweet something or post something on my Instagram story and, like, someone reacts to it and it's automatically negative when what I said wasn't meant as a negative, like, like that's not how I saw it. That's how you saw it. That's your perspective. And if your instant, um, your immediate reaction to everything is negative, that's a reflection of you that's not a, re- a reflection of like what I said. Cause like I may say something and mean the complete opposite of how you took it, you know, like I, I can't really off the top of my head, think of like an example of this, but like there's so many times, like I'll say, um, wait till I tell you this. And then they're like, Oh shit. Um, and, and assume that it's like the worst, but it could be something like super positive, you know, like it right or like hey i need to talk to you like that can freak mm, people with anxiety out yeah so it's like the way you react to things is like how you your um instinctual reaction is a reflection of your perspective and like the way you see things and a lot of people need to fix that because there's too much negativity and like people are like like yeah being like this whole thing that we're going through, like this isolation is like I say all the time, like it's an opportunity, not an obstacle. Like you're stuck with yourself. So if you're going, if, cause I know like, and I'm not, I don't mean to offend anyone, but I know like a lot of like the depression and anxiety is like through the roof. Like there are so many counselors uh, being called at like just exponentially like just super fast and like the, the it's you know so much more than it was but like you're stuck with yourself like we're all stuck inside like you're stuck with yourself use this time to work on yourself like don't just 
like numb out and just not want to deal with yourself because then you're just prolonging it and you're making it worse. Like deal with yourself, like work on it. Cause there are like just so many people, like, especially now, like since we're all stuck at home, we're all on our phone even more. Like you see all the more, like people are just posting this, nothing but negativity, like work on that. Like, it can't like feel good to tweet it. So like, work on that. You know, <laughs> like it can't it can't feel good to be negative all the time. You know. True, and it's, I'm seeing it, and it's like, you know, like I told you earlier. You know, this this uh, Easter weekend for me, it's been like like a time to really like reflect on like where I've been and where I'm going, you know, how far I've come. It's a time for redemption, you know. It's like I know it's uh it's kind of a mixture of like a, a pagan holiday <laughs> and like, you know, Easter bunny, you know, fairy tale stuff, but like for a lot of people, um, such as us, you know, that grew up, you know, religious, like we we understand the, the significance of Easter, that this is a time for rebirth and resurrection. You know, that's what would the example of the Jesus story was and is. So the fact that a lot of people are kind of stuck in the negative um, and not really working on their shit, moving on towards you know, a new, like, it's never too late to, to start a new, like, more positive kind of life, you know, but a lot of people would rather stay stuck in the tomb instead of resurrecting. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and there are going to be so many death metal songs called Isolation <laughs> after this. <laughs> <laughs> And tuned I mean, in isolation. <laughs> I, I was on my Discover Weekly. There's a song called COVID 19, straight up. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. And like, we're not even being hiding it in mystery lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget that Netflix canceled Jesus when they did not renew the show Messiah for a season two. <laughs> 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 it's the oh, prime God. opportunity bring it back resurrect Jesus <laughs> thank you all for stopping by and listening to this week's episode uh, Brad where can the people find you find me at, on Instagram and Twitter at Bradley Pallone. Yeah. what about you Rob you can find me at Robert DXN on Twitter Instagram and YouTube and you can find Sink and Assist at Sink and Assist on Twitter Instagram YouTube and Facebook and you can find this podcast on all platforms. We are wherever you listen to your podcasts. We release new episodes every Tuesday. So please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And like I said, thank you for stopping by this week. And we will catch you next week. Later.